0: Soon after the expedition passed into the eastern reaches of what is now Washington state and not far south of the present-day location of Twin Peaks the following day these same men led Clark to meet another chief whose camp was farther down river this chief was called Twisted Hair T P
1: 21 September 1805 With great cheerfulness Twisted Hair drew me a kind of chart of the river on a white elk skin He said that the river forked a long distance above and passed through the mountains at which place was a great fall of water, passing through the rocks. I did not reckon precise what this place would signify, but one Shoshone guide thinks it regards something like the peculiar fascination with spirits we find among Indians of this region. I sent one man back, Reuben Fields, with an Indian to meet Captain Lewis and direct him to meet us here. At this camp.
0: 1. I have now heard from an expert who positively verified this section as William Clark's handwriting and a known part of the historically published journals. The two commanders of the expedition had indeed split their party to hunt for provisions a few days earlier. TP. 3. Excerpt from a letter
2: written by Meriwether Lewis to President Thomas Jefferson, dated September 25th. 1805. After receiving from our fields, I pushed my party forward to meet Captain Clark at the village of Twisted Hair. We spent the next several days gathering provisions and resting at the camp of Twisted Hair. The first night I questioned him about the map he had drawn for Captain Clark of the falls and mountains to the north. He said that near those falls... White people lived, from whom he had procured three strange artifacts that he showed me. No one in our party recognized them or could divine their purpose or utility, save one. The chief removed this ring from a small leather bag strung on a rawhide strip that he retrieved from his lodge. Although his people wear many adornments of sophisticated design, this one appears to be of more advanced craftsmanship— than any artifacts we've seen of native manufacture. The ring and setting have been expertly fashioned from precious metal or a bronze alloy, work you would only expect to find from a master smith. As to the white people from whom it was allegedly obtained, it has to date been our belief that no Americans or Europeans have preceded us into this part of the territory. It was also Captain Clark's prior understanding from the Chief that we were the first white Americans they had encountered. This seems an assumption that we will now have to re-examine. Perhaps the Chief is simply telling a tall tale and the ring was obtained through trade or barter from a French trapper moving through the area. Twisted hair became agitated when I pressed him for more information on this matter. He pointed to the symbol on the ring, turned it upside down and said something that our Shoshone guide couldn't fully translate, about an owl, which one could say the symbol, viewed from that angle, vaguely resembles. That was all he would put forth on the matter. Our guide soon afterward told me in confidence that the chief had said the ring was related in some way to the spirit world they worship here. The spirit world is part of their pagan belief system, and from all I've gleaned to date bears no relation to our Christian God. For instance, as I understand it, they might see an animal like an owl as in some way divine. It was my belief that not only the chief seemed to be withholding deeper information from us, as neither he nor my guide would elaborate. Mr. President, I believe this subject may be pertinent to the matter you and I discussed privately prior to my
0: departure. 1. This entire letter remains problematic. I can find no record of it in the original L&C journals or any mention of it among the voluminous correspondence penned by Lewis to President Jefferson. Prior to the expedition, Lewis had served as Jefferson's secretary for two years lived in the White House and during that time became one of his most trusted confidants. Jefferson's father was a business associate of Lewis's grandfather, and the president had known Lewis since he was a boy, growing up not far from Jefferson's Virginia estate. Because Lewis had experienced extensive contact with Native Americans during his youth, enjoyed cordial relations, and often championed their cause,